1: Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics See how you can get involved in support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. Joe. And so, again, thank you for
2: coming. This is my precious friend Stacy.
3: Hello. I you, Listen, <laughs> I am loud enough. Can
2: you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> so I met Stacy in uh, June of twenty nineteen. So my husband and I had signed up for the About what's what Ralph? Stacy is on. Yes, oh, thank you. So I met Stacy at the Ambassadors Academy. Um, my husband and I had signed up. Um, it's a great comfort ministry where you learn how to evangelize. Uh, and so we had signed up in January of 2019, my husband and I had. And I know Stacy's sister in law and her brother in law, known for years. But uh, I actually got to meet this beautiful sister in June of 2019, and we connected us and our precious husbands, the four of us. And so that was uh, our first meeting. So the second meeting was, um, I told her my husband was sick. And then my husband passed just 30 days later, June and July 2020. And uh, and I found out in September of 2020 that her husband was ill. And then her sister told me that um, he had passed away October Second, and I text her immediately at 10 p.m. and I said, "Please call me right now." And from that moment, we have developed such a precious, precious widow sisterhood. Whisters is what her girl is. (laughs) Whisters. So anyway, so from that point forward, October second, just 2021. It's been seven months and two weeks um, since her happy went to see Jesus. And so, can you
3: tell me a little bit about yourself and your family, Stacey? Absolutely. Um, My husband and I would have been married 28 years um, this March. And um, we have um, three children, three adult children. Um, I have a stepson who became my son when we got married. And he was 12 years old. And then I had... Two girls' faith and hope. And my son always says, there's faith, hope, and then there's Joe, the greatest of these is Joe Jr. (laughs) He is really a keeper. He has been my rock during this whole time, and so I'm so grateful for him. Um, And so my youngest... Is 24 and will be proposed to tomorrow at a family event. I'm very excited. And that was a great answer to prayer. Wonderful godly man. And then um, I have a daughter, um, Faith. She has is married and she just had her fourth um, wedding anniversary. And she has two children. Um, uh, a three-year-old and a one-year-old and then my son has four children and they are starting from 8 to 16 so I'm a Grammy and I love my grandchildren they love me and they give me so much love that and so um, I started as a mother a wife and a mom and I loved what I did I loved being a wife and making food and um and then um, taking care of my kids and other people's kids. My house was where everyone came. And um, then our kids grew up, and I, uh, my husband and I started a ministry called Throughout All Ages Ministry. From the Ambassadors Academy, we went witnessing and noticed that there was a problem out there and just kids were saying they're, high schoolers were saying they're atheists. And so we, um, started doing apologetics and going into the public high schools, building up the student's character to think about their worldview and way with truth. And so I would get my husband all the speaking engagements. And, um, in the midst of that, I got a job at Salem, um, media. It's a radio station, over 104 radio stations and we're a digital marketing agency. So, um, I was working there two years and, um, which God was preparing something because we were a nonprofit and he had a side job, but, um, we really didn't have good insurance. So God was doing something and preparing the path that was about to happen. And, um, I'm grateful Said so God was to line anything up. He did make me, set all his ducks in a row to keep me cared for. He cared for me. God did. Praise God. And that is always a blessing when we see <laughs> God's provision.
2: So I'm going to ask you to briefly share about how you lost your
3: precious husband. <laughs> um, we both got sick. I just two weeks got back to work, and because um, I was working remotely and um, starting, uh, came home Thursday night, he had a fever. And then that Tuesday night, I decided to do a COVID test and we both had COVID. So um, I, that was a Tuesday night by Friday. He just was not himself. So I uh, did not want to call 911, but my husband, my son said, call if he's doing all right. He will, um, they won't take him. Well, he wasn't doing all right, and they took him. Mm -hmm. And um, when they took him, I walk into my house, and I see an empty house, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can think of is I need to hold to Jesus because he's the answer to everything. Mm -hmm. He knows what's going to happen, and he's going to comfort me through whatever happens, but I have to cling to him.
2: Mm Amen.
3: So, there's many
2: here that can relate to the devastation that COVID's caused. So, could you talk about the unique challenges that COVID caused for you as you walked through this journey of
3: loss yeah. with your husband? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I know that God numbers our days, not a day sooner. So, I hold on to the scriptures. Although there's a lot of things behind COVID, I stand on the foundation of Jesus. Because our Bible is true, and we can get angry, we can get mad, and we can mistreat people. But we did the very opposite. My son and I brought them lunch, the hospital, and we prayed for them. I put pictures on the wall, and every time, I, I wasn't able to see my husband, but every time I went into um, called, I'd call five times a day. And... Um, I would tell them, I'm praying for you. I know you're, it's, this is tough. So I didn't get into the politics at all. I stayed. This is a platform God has put before me. And although it is painful and they can be mean sometimes and not treat my husband properly, but I had a mission in mind and I was going to let my light shine despite of my emotions. And so, um, he was intubated after five days, which was really hard. And he was on the vent for eight weeks. Yeah, that was a long time. I didn't know it was long, but I started seeing him for three weeks and came and stayed. And maybe it was three weeks. I can't remember. But I know that last week, mm-hmm. I, I said, please call me if any. That last day, I, I was there at nine, went home, called at five. I called at 11, called at five. And his oxygen level was just decreasing. I called my son and we met at the hospital. As soon as I saw my husband, I knew that We actually prayed in front of the hospital. I had every Friday for uh, three weeks, we would pray in front of the hospital and they saw that. They saw our strength and our trust in God. And then we would do Zoom meetings with our, my circle and um, pray for my husband. I never gave up hope, never. I prayed to know that God is going to heal my husband. It just wasn't the way I wanted him to be healed. Right. So when you were
2: going through those things and you shared about going out there on Friday, what were the things that were absolutely the most helpful to you during that time?
3: Yeah, um... What was helpful is I knew I had to cling to Jesus. I listened to sermons, reading the Bible. But what was more helpful during that time is seeing people, how much they cared. I mean, we're human. We need that flesh. And my flesh was gone and I was home alone. And for a whole three weeks, I was home alone. People would drop stuff at my doorstep. So I, I, found at this time, although people were calling me and checking in on me, it was really when the rubber meet, met the road where you say, "How strong is your faith? How much do you love me, Stacy?" And I love the Lord, so I had to cling to Him, and I didn't waver. I cried out to Him every day, "Please heal my husband! Please heal my husband!" And, you know, um, God comforts those. And as you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. So you're
2: in the first year. You're seven months and two weeks. So let's think about that for a minute. What are the things during the seven and a half months that have been the most challenging? And what have you found to be the most helpful right now?
3: Oh, when my husband passed, um, like, um, Diane called me and texted me right away. And the way she called me, she texted me and said, call me now. I didn't know what I wanted. She said, call me if you need anything. A lot of people say that. Call me if you need anything. She didn't. and She directed me and told me, all I want is my husband. So if you ask me what I wanted or how can I help you bring my husband back? So... It was really nice for her to say that to me. And she prayed with me and I could ask her a question. She was ahead of me. So team up with someone who has gone through this, who is ahead of you. Just barely. I mean, just one year ahead of you. Yeah, one year. But she's, you know, it was so helpful. And she gave me verses. For instance, I went through the what it should have, could us, And she says, Stacy. I said, I'm trying to hold these thoughts captive, but I should have pulled my husband out of the hospital. I should have done this. And guess what she says? She told me, hold your thoughts captive, but unto the obedience of Christ. And that meant a lot to me because I didn't, wasn't thinking of the last second part of the verse. And you know, I want to be obedient. I want to please God during this time of waves that are hitting me. And so, and once this person said, you can't Stop a bird from flying over your head that you can prevent him from flying. Put a plant building a nest in your head. In your hair. There you go. (laughs) So that helped. you know. When those thoughts come, just get them out right away because you know what? God is in control. He numbers our days. And so what is helpful today? I mean, things I couldn't do. I hated driving long distance. It was so hard. Joe would always drive. And even when my husband drove, I was like, slow down. I am driving really good now. Long distance. Not here, though. I still my friend doing it. But um, at first, I wasn't staying home. I was going to my mom's house. Now, I'm staying home. I forced myself. And one thing that was really difficult, I would pull up at night. And I find myself sitting in my car for like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm like, Wow. I recognized that and I when I pulled up, because I didn't, why would I want to go in home? My husband, the house, my husband wasn't there. And so I realized that I was doing that, recognize things that aren't healthy for us. So I started going into the house right away. I've noticed within 10 minutes and I go in. Another thing is don't isolate yourself. I was in, I had COVID so i was watching sermons online i wasn't going to church and my sister-in-law said to me stacy you've been isolated long enough to go to church and that could be a hard step because you're seeing people you don't know what they'll think and i went to okay i'll go on a wednesday and on that wednesday i didn't know but they're having a celebration, so everyone was there. It's like Rosh Hashanah or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know what? My church embraced me, and hugged me, and loved on me, and it's exactly what I needed. And grief share has been tremendous. Yeah. Um, surviving the holidays, I went was lost my husband right before the holidays. Read it now, because it gives you key things to go through, like how to plan ahead and everything. Going to church, make sure you have someone to sit by. I walked into church real fast one time and I'm like, <gasps> took a deep breath. Who am I going to sit by? And so I freaked out and almost turned around and left, but I saw a friend sitting there and I was like, Can I sit by you? And so it's just, you know, plan ahead and bring your car if you think you're going to have to leave early and <laughs> pray always. Yeah, pray always. Um, God is close to the brokenhearted. He, he is. He is. And I served in ministry a few times during these six months. And I tell you, when you see those little kids' faces, it brings joy. And how can you feel joy when you're in pain? You can. Because we serve a mighty God. And he's, he wept when Lazarus was dead. Why did he weep? Because he saw uh, Martha weeping and he saw her hurt? Or did he know Lazarus was going to have to die again because of sin in this world? When Jesus was going <clears throat> to the cross, he says, Lord, We knew he was in agony. He was, he, was, he was so in agony, but he did say, Please let this cup pass me, but nevertheless. Not my will, but your will. Mm -hmm. He wanted the cup. He was saying, this is hard. But guess what? He did the death of dust for us. This is temporary. One thing I learned, I go out witnessing, and I tell those people, I give them the gospel message, and I say this. Life is but a Mm vapor, and we're not guaranteed tomorrow. That means so much to me now. And it's a lie. It's real. I believed it then. But more I do, it shows that I'm a pilgrim. This life's not my own. I'm just passing through. Lord God, what do you have for me? And my sister over here says, Stacy, your assignment's not done. God has an assignment for you. So I went through the what I should have, could have. They don't bother me anymore. I can overcome those. I did have a little issue of okay, I started thinking of my future. That was hard. My future without my husband, we had an amazing ministry together. Why would God take my husband, who was a per- we were a perfect husband on my team, and now he's not in my future? That hurt. But guess what? It's not why, it's like, what God. What do you want from me? Because I want to bring glory to your name. And we're not dead. We're alive and well. So we have to say, God, where do you want me? I love that.
2: So, have there been any scriptures that you've been clinging to? Absolutely. Well, okay. me <laughs> these scriptures, Stacey? Because, and I want to write it right now, these <laughs> scriptures. And, and, you know, and it may not be for yourself. It may be for you to share with another widow. Because that's my assignment, is that everybody connects with other widows within here, and you regularly contact one another. So, Stacey, tell me now,
3: what are some of the favorite scriptures that have really strengthened you through this time? Okay. In the beginning, I had to focus on that God has, um I was thinking, numbers of days, not a day standard. That was very effective in my life, because... I had to remind myself my husband died at the time that God said "Because I chose because I couldn't hurt my husband. He, I couldn't have killed him. The hospital couldn't kill him. God took him home right when he was supposed to be taken home. And um, the other verse is um, God heals the, the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. I... Um, was struggling, you know, thinking that's why it's so good to hang out with other sisters because we were brokenhearted and he can mend our broken hearts. And that has really helped me during this difficult time that I'm not alone and he cares about my pain that I'm going through. Um, let me see. um. There is a favorite one, and I just... Finally, you take your time. (laughs) I'm just going to remind you all,
2: again, to make sure that you are clinging to God's Word, and you are allowing God's Word to fill you. Because God's Word has been instrumental in my journey. It's been instrumental in Stacy's journey, and so many of our journeys, that that's that's really what's kept my feet on the ground, and my eyes looking towards Jesus is pressing into that
3: word. I had I had a miscarriage. My first pregnancy was a miscarriage. I lost my very best friend. But what brought me joy is to say, absent from the body is present with the Lord. Yeah. But unfortunately, that did not work for me with my husband. I knew he was going to heaven. But I didn't think it was fair that he's in heaven and I'm here didn't God take me. Yeah. But one day I was having such a hard time because now I'm doing a lot of speaking in his place. And I said, I have a lot of apologists, but they say, Stacy, come. So I've been able to share my story to junior hires, high schoolers, maybe just high schoolers. But I went to a show one night and I was having a bad night and I almost didn't go and I went. And there's a verse that says, The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Mm -hmm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I'm like, that helped? Why? I don't know. And I know that we serve an all-knowing and all-powerful God. And he created us with worth and value. Mm -hmm. And to know that he can do anything he wants and it's perfect and holy. Mm -hmm. And so that verse for that moment helped me. And there would be verses. What I say is we we want, if we want to hear from God, read our Bible because it has so much information. And then all of a sudden you're doing something and that same verse comes up. God is wonderful that way. He gives us those nuggets. So I went on a women's retreat. My sister-in-law said, God is close to the brokenhearted. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I said, oh, Heather, please text that to me. I'm at the women's retreat, and all of a sudden, that verse comes through. And within five minutes, my pastor's wife is quoting that verse. (laughs) Wow on mother's day my daughter comes up to me and says here mom i know you're gonna love this and it's god is close to the brokenhearted. and yeah, three touches from god those are i mean i just think thank you jesus you are so real and you show yourself in so many ways yeah look at creation and god does not even have to do that right he doesn't have to but he loves us and i say thank you jesus for showing, revealing yourself always to me and showing me how much he loves me and he loves you guys too. So thank you again for sharing all of this. And I know
2: um, you are able to answer any questions that anybody has after after meeting tonight. Um, and you'd be happy to exchange your number with anyone that would be wanting to get any further information.
3: Um, I used what I'm going through um, my Facebook husband, like once a week I share what I'm going through. So if you guys want to look me up on Facebook, I have a Christ girl YouTube, and then we have a ministry throughout all ages ministry. My husband and I have vlogs out there. Um, we did for like a year almost. And then he has a lot of his apologetic speaking. So Um, stay connected with me yeah okay thank you oh, can oh. i share one more thing yeah one thing that is so amazing if god puts it on your heart my i have a friend named connie and we we just became connected knew each other 15 years ago she did um, a kids club where my kids went to we met in grief share. we're staring at each other how do we know each other we figured it out but our grief sh- our widow our grief shirt class ended and we were in the parking lot, her and another lady. And we're like, what should we name a group? Our group is grief, our widows of our grief shirts, the group is ending. And she's like, they were like, we're widow sisters, widows. Si- oh, Worcesters. So every Monday we meet and we talk just the main girls. And then we're going to have, um, like once a month, we're going to go to a tea party, have a tea party, dinner and a movie. So- but we're just doing stuff together to keep, so connect you'll need a mentor get someone in your life and then later on you'll probably need an accountability partner because uh, you need to stay accountable to your sisters and or get someone to talk to, don't hold it in and sometimes you feel like you're exhausting those around you, so you need to talk to someone get it out and we're foggy, everything's foggy so we need to definitely um Get on the right track when we think we're getting off. Right, and I and
2: I love that advice. We
3: do need to
2: have uh, other sisters in our life, and that's why I don't want you leaving here without getting someone's number and you commit to call them, to pray with them, maybe meet them, and encourage them. So as you, just one other number, one number, and you commit to do those things because we need each other. And I will tell you, when I get, I get the privilege of coming up here. And I tell you, when I look out, I'm home. I'm literally home. There's not one of you out here who doesn't know the road that I've walked. It's different than yours, but you know where I've been. And I know where you've been. And so as we come alongside each other, there's going to be different, unique things that we get to come together about that it's it's different with our other sisters who have not lost their spouse. It just is it can't it's I'm not saying it's worse. I'm just saying it's different. And there's just something unspoken about this
3: that the Lord uses to connect us and to knit our hearts together absolutely. And there's people we understand but our family members might not, or close friends. So make a list because they're going to call you still after nine months, they'll call you say, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Especially the first three months still. And you're like, I don't know. I just want my husband and not many people are like her and say, call me right away or I'm just helping at Sprouts. Can I get you milk? So make a list and say, what um, do you, can I help you? Oh, can you pick milk, cheese for me? Right. Another one would be, can you mow my lawn? Can you fix my broken garbage?
2: Yeah, yeah. So so you have your running list. So that when someone does reach out to you, you have something that you can say, yes, I would love that. Yes. Would you mind if we went out to dinner together or had breakfast together or went on a to walk yes. together?
3: So I wanted a walking buddy and God gave me my whole church. Um, whoever wants to go, we have walking two times a month. So I have a group of people go with now. Yeah. Well, praise God. Well, thank you. and. Um,
2: I just want to, again, if I could just sit and pray over my sister real quick. Father God, I thank you again for my precious sister. Before the world was, you knew this moment was going to be here this May 13th, 2022. This one day event that will never, ever come again. And God, that you are going to use this situation, this circumstance to bring glory to you and be for our good. So Father God, I pray that you would bless my sister, God, in her comings and in her goings. God, that you would let your face shine upon her. God, that you would be gracious unto her and give her peace. God, I thank you, Lord, that Stacy knows you. She loves you and she walks with you. God, bless her wherever her foot goes. God, that she might not grow weary and while doing, knowing in due time, she will reap when she faints not. God, help her to walk hard after you all the days of her life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: That's a take. And this has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. You can learn more about your host, Joe Gaona, how to support and get involved with 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com.